2: don't get it twisted his passing is legit i wish we could have found something that rhymed but we couldn't okay (laughs) oh yeah baby that's right if you want to know football you come to chris Sims Unbutton. if you want to know rhymes don't come here Uh because i don't know what the hell i'm doing all right i'm not exactly a High, uh, high in-demand rapper or lyrical guy that's at true. all. But I am here with Ahmed Farid, who is. I and that. he is a good rhymer. Yeah. And I don't know if he could rap because he doesn't say swear words or anything controversial, so that's not going to be good in the rap game. Yeah. But damn, he's a good host. And this is Chris's um, button. Ahmed, what's up, man?
3: I, I don't like that you made it sound like we tried for a long time to come up with a rhyme and couldn't <laughs> do it. go, I wish we could have come up with a rhyme no. as, as if we, we spent right, like 15 it was to group 20 group minutes. And yeah. It was
2: just me just doing something <laughs> stupid right at the start of the show but there. you know who
3: did come up with a rhyme what our homies there are yeah. multiple of out there on did. youtube and twitter too <laughs> uh we go with billy reimer who goes don't get it twisted his passing is gifted
2: that, i mean it was really easy it was right there. billy i'm stupid i mean i don't i mean really and then uh, billy reimer i mean what, a, what an appropriate oh, name oh wow i, I didn't mean, even pick up geez, on this. wow Man, Billy it's, does rhymes well in his DNA. Yeah, it is in his DNA. It's exactly blood. right. But uh, yeah, but uh, we we have fun here, and we're gonna have fun today. Man, we got a good one. This is it. This is it. The end of the line.
3: <sighs> so, like you, you you were talking about the other quarterbacks and yeah. how you'd walk by your piece of paper and you'd be like, ah, I can't really have him here or there. Like these top four. Yeah. and where they are. Right. Are you pretty settled on that? Did you change your mind at all on these and the
2: positioning of them? No, no, I, d- I did not change my positioning. From my first film watch to when I wrote it down, this top four stayed the way it did. Now, two and three, and we'll get into that in a minute, it, it was close. And did I you know, walk by every now and then and go, ooh, maybe I should switch that? But never did. And felt good about it. And, you know, the, the thing I love about it is, as you heard me say a little bit before the podcast, because, you know, I spent yesterday watching these guys one more time so I can, you know, maybe find another creative thing to say, right? something else jumps out at me, right? I just have fresh ideas and thoughts in my head. It's just, it's a joy to watch these top four. I mean, it really is I think you know you can see the excitement about you know that I have just in getting ready to get ready for this episode and this podcast and uh yeah these are these are i I think really all four guys are like hall of famers we 're watching a special special group here who yes, they just need a little help from their team or whoever here, but i don 't doubt the guys, the talent, the leaders the decision makers anything here. These are four here that I, I just – I don't see anytime soon them falling too far off of where they are, right? Maybe there's another guy that jumps in at two or three and someone falls to five or whatever. But I think they're here to stay, and I think we should all appreciate it because it's a kind of a special era I think we're in right now with some of these quarterbacks we got at the top of the list.
3: You would put your money on all four of these guys being in the Hall of Fame yes. at the end of their careers? I would. I
2: would. There are definitely Hall of Fame talents. There's no doubt about that. Now, we know with quarterback, Hall of Fame, hey, it's going to get a little bit into the playoff wins and Super Bowl appearances and health some of that too. health, right? And can you continue to put the stats up as you're staying healthy and all that? I get that. But there's no doubt that the potential, the player, you know, everything I see from this group right here, they're all Hall of Fame caliber. And I'm not just talking to like, oh, they're in the Hall of Fame, you know, 20 years after they're retired. I'm talking like, when when I talk like that, I'm talking about like no. It's the first year. It's the first year they're eligible in the Hall of Fame and they're voted in. That's mm-hmm. what kind of guys I think we're talking about right here. Won't be the Veterans Committee. No, exactly right. Or is we feel bad we didn't put down. him in there and he's dead now. So now we're going to put him in committee. <laughs> right. Yeah, you remember
3: this guy? Right. Yeah. Uh, let's put him in. All right. So the final four. We have reached the final four. And to get into it, we got to go with the quarterback song. You know it.
1: <laughs> oh.
2: Quarterback, 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 back, back list. Quarterback, 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 list. Motherfucking top 40 quarterback, list. <laughs> <inaudible> <inaudible> <laughs> I like <Yeah>. it. <laughs>
3: got the banjo. Was the banjo remix. Yeah, what's cool about that? It's the same lyrics every time, right? Yeah. But one was the kid's version, right. that was the banjo version, and yep. he speeds you up a little bit. That's well done, guys.
2: It shows my versatility. Right exactly. <laughs> yeah, maybe you are a rapper. You said you All weren't right. at the top of the show, but <laughs> I like it, though. changes I like the, my mind. Uh, the banjo the banjo touch there, a little d- different look on that. So we got four quarterbacks. We have three tiers. Yeah. We
3: break these four quarterbacks into three tiers. Uh, number four is in a tier by himself. He
2: is in a tier by himself. And that tier is the machine. That's right. Because he's a freaking machine. And that number four quarterback is? Justin Herbert, Los Angeles Chargers. That's right. Justin Herbert is just – I mean, he's an amazing player. And I think if we had to make a headline about him, it would be all-time traits but still looking for his big moment to jump on the scene, for everybody to buy into, wait, no, this is definitely one of the best quarterbacks in football, right? And you know when you talk about him and you start to break him down I mean of course you know me and you've heard me talk about him enough and uh, it, there's there's nothing you can really dissect too greatly here where you'd go oh there's an issue with his game or something these top 4 are, are pretty flawless across the board you know the first thing I would say is is he the biggest quarterback in the NFL he's up there with that right you know you know maybe the best pocket passing quarterback in the NFL uh, you know probably the most consistent mechanics in the NFL, and then has an all-time arm, like we're saying. He's one of the best in history there in that department. But, unfortunately, he's also in an era where it's Mahomes and Josh Allen who have all-time no, don't arms, give away too. Don't give away the other quarterbacks <laughs> well, in your top they're four. they're just talking about their arms. Oh, okay. Their arms are all-time, <sighs> too. And I think that maybe takes away from his luster or the attention he should get in that department. Um, but, man, you know, decision-making – uh, the arm talent the ability to move and run which i think is something he can he can add even more to his football game the throwing on the run uh, it's all really special and that's where i love justin herbert so
3: why is he a machine why right. do you describe him as a machine cuz that seems like distinct to him you, you wouldn't just say every quarterback even mahomes who's, who's going to be talked about right. on this podcast yeah, yeah, right. spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Uh, i don't think you'd call him necessarily a
2: machine no. why is he a machine M- because uh, herbert is just when when i look at his mechanics and we're going to talk about somebody else that's got really good good... good mechanics too right and that's the fun thing about doing the top four because I go well this guy's the best at this and then I watch the next guy and I go okay no wait wait that guy's the second best at this this guy's better in that department that's where it's awesome but I call him the machine because he's just he's he's always in perfect position and he's always in the pocket in a good position to throw the football and his mechanics and his release are always just uh, like perfect it's perfection It really is. Everything's always lined up the right way. And not to say he can't do it if it's not lined up the right way. But, you know, he's just – that's where he over and over and over in the pocket. There's never a variance in, you know, oh, his feet are a little cockeyed here or that. He always gets himself in the right position to then therefore hit the bullseye. And he's a great uh, accurate thrower because of that. You know, And and you heard me say before the podcast, this is not like, you know – hit the bullseye on some of these, it's like, no, I'm going to hit the right edge of the bullseye type of throwing. And that's where it's really, really special. Uh, so, you know, that, that's, that's where I get into the machine aspect because it can just – you can go through periods of a game and go – Perfect throw, perfect mechanics, perfect decision. Perfect throw, perfect mechanics, perfect decision, right? And that's where I got in, and I thought about you with Albert Pujols in this past, last past, when I was writing these notes. Yeah, the machine. And going, I, I feel like I'm watching the machine, and I thought about you a few times as I was doing this
3: yesterday. Yeah, maybe in more ways than one, too, because it kind of seems like that, that... – that uh, machine quality that he has in his play may be a, a negative in the way that he is as a leader. And he doesn't quite have sure. that charisma. He, okay. he is more right. robot. It does right. seem like a robot. Like sure. if you were making a video game, you'd have Justin Herbert be your quarterback in the video game. That's the templates like boom, boom, boom rifles. Uh, does he have that personality? to embody all of his
2: physical talent. I, I think that's a, a, real, a real question, right? I think he's a little bit more of like lead by example. He's quiet. He's that guy, right? The team believes in him, but maybe do they believe him in the extent of the guys we're going to talk about here in a minute where I think they have magical ability in that department? No, I don't think so. I think it's probably a place where he could grow. I think that, plus, you know, he's had some great moments in the NFL, but he hasn't had that moment yet, right? where you go, ooh, they were outplayed or this is a big game and they won the game because Herbert did it, right? And I can get into the – we're going to get into the other three guys where I'm going to go, oh, no, there's there's moments where I can – plenty of them, both of them, where I go – They didn't play that well that day. The defense didn't play good. You know, man, there wasn't a lot on offense that was open and there to be had, but they still found a way to win the game. And I think that's probably what's probably part of the reason that's missing from him and his overall ranking and what he is as a player. And hey, some of that's team induced and he needs a little help here and there and all that. But I would also say the three guys in front of him, I think, have been in some similar situations where I'd say, no, they won a few more of these games than Justin Herbert has. And I think that's an area that he certainly could you know up him, up himself in a little bit you have always been very high
3: on yeah. Justin Herbert yeah. coming out of the draft he was number 11 for you in 2021 he was three last year he's in the top four once again but when you look at his numbers yeah. and we don't look at numbers all that often right. you know we, we don't you don't want to be a slave to the stats but he had a career low in touchdowns last year yards per completion yards per game career low in quarterback rating career high in time sacked uh, the numbers took a step back. Yeah, they did. Did you see his play take a
2: step back? I, I really didn't. You know, I, I think the 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 offense is the biggest issue as far as it what it pertains to the numbers, right? That's the problem. I mean, Ahmed, you and I, how many podcasts did we do last year where we just went, that offense is doing a disservice to Justin Herbert, right? Them running a Drew Brees offense when you got a guy that's got an all-time arm and can make fifty yard throws in his sleep, and we're going jamming another four yard throw there for us. That's where that all went down. And then within that offense, it's a little—it was a little too basic, west coasty. And what I—you've heard me say this too before. A lot of the defensive coordinators in football, when you're in the basic west coast stuff, they go—they know the rules as good as the offense does. They know the rules. They know what they're going to do. So that none of that—he didn't have any advantages that way. Mm-hmm. That's what hurt him there. You know, but. You know, again, I think when you get into him, like we talk about the size again, he's the ultimate throw over the line of scrimmage guy that you've heard me bring up with a few guys during this, this process. Right. I don't think he gets his credit like, because there's like a, because he's a machine and it's always, there's the lack of flair maybe compared to a Mahomes or Allen. He does not get a credit for the amount of unbelievable throws he does make. You know, I gave you an example. People go out and watch. I mean, again, you can turn on any game and see it, but like. You know, one of the games I'm watching yesterday is the Kansas City game when they're playing in L.A. I mean, when the first throw of the game or one of the first plays of the game, you know, he's got somebody in his face. He's got a step up in the pocket, right? He's got literally somebody in his chest. But he has a guy that's open by half a foot, 28 yards away, running a corner route. And he can't throw the ball in the normal motion, so he has to kind of drop his arm angle just a little bit. And he doesn't even flinch or blink. It's just like, oh, I'm throwing this. He's open. I don't care that my body's in this position or whatever. And it's just, like, right there. I mean, so there's so much of that. And I think with all these guys, we gloss it over a little too much where you'd go, no, there's like five, six, seven throws a game that these guys make that the rest of football can't. And we're just so used to it, we're kind of just like ah, 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 ah. and you know that's where um, you know he's he's really special. Good athlete, he could scramble more. Like I said, I wrote down at first I think he maybe is the best th- run uh, throwing on the run quarterback, only second to Mahomes, which then is going to be Trump because I watched Josh Allen and then I went <laughs> oh actually Josh Allen's better than him too. Okay, yeah. but my point is it's amazing, right? And I think some of the things you talk about, you know, the mystique, the oh my God moments, that's not there with the top three guys we're going to talk about yet. And then the other thing is, you know, he does throw sidearm more than you think, right? He can throw off his back foot and do all of that. He doesn't have what I call the hand or the flick ability that the other three guys have, right? And The touch. The touch, right? the, ooh, let me get us. I just got to get a real quick short release here and just get it up in the air and let my guy run under it. That's where he's definitely behind the other three. There's a little, as compared, and again, we're being nitpicky with the greats here, but as compared to the other three in front of him too, he doesn't have as many clubs in his bag, right? Where there's a few plays in every game where I go, ah, you shouldn't have thrown it like that. You know, his touch ball is like, zoo, Right, his laser is zoom zoom but his touch ball is zhu, and that's hard. What would you want it to sound? like? I want it to be like (laughs) (sighs) yeah. That's the touch ball, right? Yeah, that's the you know, Mahomes Allen. I'm on my back foot. I'm going to throw the ball 50 yards down the field, but 50 yards high too, because my guy's at the 20 yard mark right now, and I'm about to get hit or whatever, and I just got to throw it up into an area where I think he'll be. And boom, it'll drop in there. And that's where he, he does not have the same ability they do in that or like a deep post every now and then where I go, man, you can't throw a 50-yard deep post seven yards off the ground and think you're going to be accurate with that every time. Like, throw it out there. Put it in a spot. Let your guy go get it. And, you know, those are just some little areas that I think he could improve yep. on. Don't want to belabor the point, but
3: yeah. the average depth of target last year, it was terrible for Justin Herbert. And a guy who could throw like that and has that good of an arm. No I doubt. mean, he was down there at the bottom with, like, Daniel Jones, who's six yards downfield. He was at seven yards downfield. Yeah. So amongst the worst in the NFL yep. for Justin Herbert. He should never be there again. Now, never. There could be a couple reasons for that, right? He, <clears throat> he was hurt. Right. Had that labrum injury, sh- yep. throwing shoulder. You don't know how much that affected him as the year went on. Didn't get talked about that much, Yep. but also the offensive way they were playing. You've already mentioned yeah. it. Joe Lombardi is gone now. Kellen Moore is there. You've not right. always been that, you know, keeping much praise on Kellen Moore in the past, but he is there. It's a different voice. Perhaps they'll go a little more vertical. I think they will. Mike Williams, you hope he can stay healthy. Right. They got Quentin Johnson from TCU. Yeah. Got another receiver from TCU, Darius Davis, who right. um, is over there now. So what do you think? How, how do you think this changes what they do? what they can do, assuming that, that Mike Williams can stay healthy, which I also do think is a very big thing. It, it
2: is a definitely a big thing. I mean, he's, he's a big-time talent and a, a talent that fits how they play and how their quarterback throws the ball, right? So I think that's where it's, it's bigger than you think. I think all the things we're questioning are all offensive issues. You know, he, he's not the kind of guy that's looking, dropping back, going, oh, I want to find the five-yard completion. He's not that kind of guy. He's dying to throw it deep. When they call a play that's deep, he's, he does everything he can to try to throw it deep and make the big play that way. So, no, that's where the offense did him a disservice. They did themselves a disservice by not taking advantage, of opening up the field the way they should. And that's where I think Kellen Moore is going to be great. Kellen Moore, you know, we've talked about Dak Prescott in years past, their ability to push the – that's why maybe I've ranked him in years past higher than most people because I put great value in the fact that he could push the ball down the field with such ease and be so good in that department. So that's the one thing I do like here about the Kellen Moore marriage with Justin Herbert. I think it's going to open it up. And one thing I think I didn't say here, right, because I'll get into this with one other guy in a minute, but he's clearly to me one of the top two back shoulder throwers in football, Right. That's where he's awesome, awesome too. And that's where I think Mike Williams and Quentin Johnson were going to come into play. And that's where when Mike Williams is not there, it does hurt them. Not only is he good at everything else, but Mike Williams is one of those guys where when even he's covered, he's not covered. And Herbert's one of those guys where it's like, even when you're covered, I can still fit it in. Right, So that's where it's, it's a perfect marriage. And I think Quentin Johnson can be like that, too. So now you get a blend of system and that kind of guy with that kind of arm and everything goes with it, I think that's where that can be, you know, a big-time potential move-up for uh, all of them. This is a problem for me
3: because I've been high on the Chargers for a few years now. They've been my pick. I picked them to go to the Super Bowl last year. Uh-huh. But now looking at their offense, Austin Eckler is going to be back. Yeah. He's going to be motivated.
2: Oh. The defense has got stars everywhere. Exactly. They're one of those teams that's, yes, it's like they're playoff caliber. We know that. They're Super Bowl caliber, I think, on paper. But we just got to see that battle-testedness play. Can they stay freaking healthy? Yeah. You know? Again, that was a big thing last year. That You know, I would say they did not get the credit they deserve for the injury bug that they they weathered the storm with there. Everywhere. Defense, offensive line. Exactly right. And that's where I give Brandon Staley a lot of credit you know, keeping things together, keeping them battle-tested and tough for last year, but, yeah, it needs to go up in another level, as we've seen. You know, his shining moment right now is a loss in Week 18 versus the Raiders two years ago, where he made a a bunch of unbelievable plays, but, you know, still hasn't found the way to overcome in some of those moments. And you know me. I don't want to blame the quarterback on all that, but I think we can even get into the playoff game this year. You're up 27-0, right? You know, I don't know. I'd have a hard time believing the three guys in front of him would have lost the 27 nothing lead no matter what. And that's where I just feel like he can become a little more assert- assertive overall. Himself, a leader, a playmaker. And then um, I think he's got a chance to, you know, do some even more special things. Yeah, from the Chargers podcast on their website, they go on one of
3: the – Podcaster says, I think this is going to be much more of a vertical attack this year, going back to the rookie year with Justin Herbert, that's with right. T. Billy, Jalen yeah. Guyton, Mike Williams, catching bombs seemingly on a weekly basis. So I, that
2: would be awesome to see. I, I hope so. And, then, you know, that's that's why, I mean, that rookie year when he had Shane Stike in there and 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 that group, right? That was, they pushed the ball down the field and that made us excited, you know. But Justin Herbert, he doesn't want to throw the ball seven yards per throw. He doesn't. And that's where hopefully this offense unchains him and lets him let it fly. And I think they're going to be a much more dangerous team if they play that way. You know me. I don't think dink and dunk fucking works anymore. I don't. I think we're out of that era. I think teams have gotten too good. You've got to make some plays, and uh, hopefully they can get to that.
3: You upgrade him, he becomes the machine version 2.0. Right. right, And then 3.0, you just keep upgrading. Like iOS 17, whatever we're up to right now.
1: Around any corner, within every battle, and with the dawn of each new day, the threat of the unexpected, the unpredictable, and the unrelenting lies in wait. But Marines will always be there. They are the constant in the chaos. No matter the battlefield, Marines adapt to win defeating every shifting threat protecting our nation's future the few the proud the marines
0: the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal it probably won't go well So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to keepitfunohio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
1: When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door! Winning! No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. (laughs) No one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.
3: So the machine, Justin Herbert, in a tier by himself, your number four quarterback in your top 40 rankings this year. We go on to our next tier now. There are two quarterbacks in this tier, and the tier is Hall of Game. And it was it was interesting hearing you describe that before we started this podcast. You think both of these quarterbacks, what they do, they do basically the best in the NFL.
2: Yeah, I do. You know, I think and, you know, don't don't want to give it away here. But, yeah, they're exactly right. They have two different ways of styles of playing. Right. They have two different ways of getting it done. Both are extremely effective and awesome. And not to say that they're different styles, but each one can kind of cross over into the other one's lane a little bit, too. And be like, "Oh no, not I can do what you can do here, too. And, and the other one can be like, hey, I, I can do what you can do, too. Right? Maybe not quite as good, but it's not like I'm, like, you know, incapable of this. Um, so, yeah, this is... Whew. And the guy who's number one does them both really well. well so that's another a topic combination. Exactly 25 right. minutes it, it, from it, now. These guys are freaking special, So the, these, these two right here. And this was probably the hardest part of my top eight or top ten, like I, like I told you at the start here. you know, I never changed it, but I do think it's really close, and I definitely looked at it a few times and went, uh, you know, and I just kept walking by it. And then, then of course, yesterday my, my last look confirmed really what I thought. All right. Let's start with number
3: three. Number three. Your number three quarterback in the Chris Sims
2: top 40 quarterback countdown list is that's right. My boy Blue, Josh Allen, Buffalo Bills. All right, Josh Allen. I mean, come on. We we know what we're talking about here. It's a freak show. He's a star. He's the greatest one-man show in football, for better or worse. You know. And I think that this year there was a little bit more worse maybe mm. involved in it than like the two previous years before this. All right, so that that's where I would, I would get into that a little bit. But when you talk about Josh Allen, I mean, we're talking about one of the all-around most gifted quarterbacks we've seen in NFL history. Uh, there's no denying that. It's, it's like, and I also would throw on top of that, Amin, I'm not sure if there is any team more dependent on the QB's playmaking ability to get a win than the Buffalo Bills. He is the playmaker. Even with these other guys we're talking about, they have some guys in their team that, you know, multiple guys that can make a play outside the realm every now and then. With Allen, yeah, digs a little bit, okay, but I don't put digs in the, the Jamar Chase category and, and all of that. Uh, but I just, they are reliant on Allen to make the big play, big explosion, all of that, where the other ones might have a little bit more of a system to help them out with that a little bit more. And that's where I all certainly right. give them some credit. So a recent NFL analyst said this about Josh
3: Allen, quote, We're watching an all-time great first ballot Hall of Famer. Is this me? I hope people realize that. (laughs) We're watching Elway in his prime or Marino that was that was you i was gonna
2: say this has got to be me i mean I, I was when you went to the elway part i was like that's definitely me who stole my words you're <laughs> yeah. used to that too people stealing your words and
3: playing them off as their own right um so you have always been i mean he's your boy blue right he's my and you, boy blue. you were the one sounding the alarm when he was you know, undervalued in the draft right. and all that stuff right. And so you have been riding josh allen for a long time yeah now you had him number one last year yeah and at that time i was like he, he might never relinquish this spot because just of your love of him what you love of what he can do like you just described here, um, but he has moved down. Yeah, to three for you, right? Well, why did he move down a couple spots? Well, well
2: one, one and two are fucking awesome. Yes, right. So that's the first thing, and then you know, two, I, I, to to more of your thing. Yeah, I think it got a little too reckless and aggressive this year, right? That, that it just it's straight over just all over that line a few times more than we had seen since his rookie year, mm. right? So that's where I think it was a little different, a little too aggressive at times, looking for the big play, you know, like I told you before, looking down the middle, digs, oh, he might come open still on the big post. And it's like, no, no, there's two guys there. Don't pat it two more times. Just throw the ball underneath. Gabe Davis is open. But a little bit of that, you know, a little bit of holding the ball too long, a little bit of, oh, I think I can break this tackle and still set up and throw the ball. Oh, fumble, right, you know, and that's what led to, know what was it 14 15 interceptions another handful of fumbles this year right and some moments there so that I think is the big thing I do think his arm injury affected him a little bit I'll say that too you know and and I know he's going to be healthy but I do think there was a difference in the consistency he made the big throws before he hurt his arm as compared to after he hurt his arm Hmm. that affected things a little bit but yeah overall just felt like he got a little little too loose and tried to do a little too much last year. Our friend Der
3: Biobachter yeah. said, I feel that Allen slightly regressed last season. Is that only because of the change at OC, or you do, do you see other reasons for that? The supporting cast around him on the field remained on the same low level, in my opinion. So his numbers, yeah, interceptions were high, but he did have 15 interceptions the year before yeah you know, these may have been more careless interceptions I think they were more careless more his fault. right right his quarterback rating was better than last year his yards per game too so some of the numbers if you go by qbr yeah that was better this past year i do think that there is this feeling like he took a step back some of the numbers don't bear that out. You think he just was a little more loose with the, with the football, right. but there's still, I mean, so much good with Josh Allen. So much Allen. good. I mean, again, this yeah, this group here is nitpicky, right? But why do you think the numbers took a step back? Was yeah, it,
2: I think some of that. I think outside
3: of the, yeah. the carelessness with the football. Yeah, like I
2: mentioned. think some of that. I think you know, again, the, the numbers look great and all of that, but at times too, where it's like, okay. Uh, you know, numbers are good, big play here, big play there. Yeah, the numbers got to maybe where they should have been, but the drive before you should have took this completion for five, that completion for five, this completion for eight, this completion for 10, and we would have got a field goal in that drive and we didn't get it, right? Now the next drive you threw a bomb and made something happen, whatever, and it's still big numbers, but I just feel like there was a little bit of a consistency missed in his game maybe compared to what we saw in the years before. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's you know a, a blend of, of course, you know, a guy that can run the offense and then, of course, has got some of the best backyard scrambling ability we've ever seen, right? I, I think all of that – hey, the offense, I don't think the offense was a problem. I didn't look at it like that at all. Their offense now, it doesn't lend itself to a lot of easy completions, and they're going to push the ball down the field, and they put a lot on them. I mean, when, that's the one thing that, you know – Compared to all these guys in the top four, when I watch Josh Allen's passes, I mean, just so many of the throws are, it's everybody downfield 15, 20 yards or deeper, right? It's never, like, it's very rarely a bunch of plays in a row where it's, oh, five yards here, six yards here, five yards here, six yards here. But I think it's, you know, what we're saying. It's more of the consistency, accuracy, and more of the big moments, I think, this year maybe than compared to the last year. Yeah. Where the last year, he struck in every, last few years, he struck in every big moment. This year, maybe wasn't quite the same. Well, especially in the
3: playoffs, right? right. They beat Miami. But it's a game they won only by three points. He had two interceptions in that game. And then they lose to Cincinnati. They lose by 17. They get blown out. No touchdowns. One interception. Seemed like Stephon Diggs was upset with his quarterback. And so he, it ended. It was a very sour ending yeah. uh, for, for yeah. Josh Allen at the end of last year.
2: Yeah. And, you know, back to the stat thing, too. I think they they were a better team two years ago. Mm. You know, last year I felt like it was a little too – I didn't think the defense was as dominant, Right. They couldn't run. They had stretches where they couldn't run the ball at all. So that that led them to, hey, we got to throw the ball even more with you. You got to get more yards from you. So I don't know if the bump in stats was really a good thing for them overall, right? Yeah. Um, You know, other things I want to just get in with him just to to point out to people, right? I mean, you heard me say, I mean, it's it's arguably the strongest arm in the history of the NFL. I think it is. I I think I would say that. Who would be close? Elway, Rodgers, Favre. I You know, Mahomes is up there, right? He's in that mm-hmm. class. But I, I think those would be the guys that I'd probably go, yeah, you want to talk about you know, Herbert, yeah. really, right? Pure flamethrowers, lasers. Uh, I, this guy, I think if we took the 50 best throws in football last year, Josh Allen would be more throws on there than anybody, right? All right, so that that's where he's amazing. You know, top five running back. I mean, top five running quarterback in football, for sure, right? I wrote even maybe his top three, really, right? You know, I don't know. Maybe Lamar, Justin Fields, and Hurts beat him, but he's fourth, okay? But I would say he's a top two scrambler. That's what I would say. I mean, him and Mahomes are definitely the best scrambling quarterbacks. There's a difference between scrambler and runner for all those that are going, wait, what the hell's the difference? Scrambler, I mean, running around behind the line of scrimmage so he can set up and throw a laser somewhere. He's... You know, like this ran Tarkinson-type stuff with him and Mahomes and what they do in that department, right? I think, too, this year, mechanics were off a little bit. You know, it was a little too cute, right? He's so talented. At times, I felt like he was just like, ah, who cares if my body's lined up over here? I'm still going to throw the 20-yard out route over there. And it's like, well, okay, I know you can do it, but... You know, you're protected. Just let's get lined up and do it the right way. Let's just not do this for shits and giggles, mm-hmm. right? So there were some throws missed because of that. Um, I talked about him being too loose and all that, the arm injury, all that. Um, he throws at his sidearm as much as Mahomes or Lamar, where I would say are the two leaders in sidearm throws in football, right? Uh, he's an incredible deep ball thrower. I mean, incredible. Um, and then, you know, I, I guess the, that that's the uh, – can flick it like we talked about with Herbert you know, there's more of the
3: touch. And there's way more, there's
2: way more touch when Josh Allen's game than he gets credit for. He makes a lot of, Oh, here comes Stefan Diggs. He's at 10 yards and he's about to make the break at 12 to go to the corner. And he's already thrown the ball up. And now Stefan Diggs runs under it and catches it 27 yards down the field. Right. There's a lot more than that than people realize. I think everybody thinks he's just throwing, you know, darts all over the field. Um, like I said, the throwing on the run is off the charts good. I talked about he doesn't get a lot of a, dot, a lot of easy throws or yeah. a lot of yak in that department either. Um, and then, you know, my, my ending, I just wrote, he's an amazing player. Too much looking for the big play this year. Even left the pocket a little more than he should have this year. Like There was a number of plays like that, too, where I just went, oh, Josh, just stay there. You're good. You know, I know you can make plays outside of the pocket, but he almost, it's like this year fell into like, The trap Mahomes did two years ago where – Two years ago, when they lost to the Bengals in the AFC Championship game, remember that year? It was just like it was a little bit. I was always looking for the big play, always looking for the home run, and you're just like, wait, the guy opened right here. He's right here. He's right here. but wh- Why are you floating in the pocket in here and looking for the big play? What do you? Just stand in the pocket. He's open, right? Mm-hmm. And I felt like he fell into that trap a little bit this year. And I think maybe it was just he was feeling the pressure of of all of it. I got to get to the Super Bowl. I got to win the Super Bowl. I got to carry the team. I got to make the play. And you know, there of course there was a ton of good, but I think it led to a, a little bit more. bad than we've seen from him well he's been very consistent running the football something you mentioned about one of the top running
3: quarterbacks in the NFL his number of attempts last year was 124 that was two more than the previous year he had one fewer yards so very consistent 762
2: yards last year question is is that too much too much I mean what 762 yards rushing 124 rushes I mean no wonder. He felt like he had to make stuff happen. I mean, again, that's that's where I feel for him a little bit. It's just going, it's just, hey, it's second and two. Uh, we don't run the ball good traditionally, so we need you to run it between the tackles. Hey, it's third and one on the goal line. We need you to pound it in there like you're Nick Chubb. Like, what? That's where it's a little mu- a little much, right? Hey, it's... You know, it's third down, and we need you to make another amazing throw. You know, we're not going to come up with a short way or something or somebody can catch a ball short and run for a first down or do anything like that. It doesn't happen as much with him as it does everybody else. And that's where I do feel for him. But, man, he's amazing. And like I said, he's one of the greatest talents as we ever seen in this sport. I do think they could add a little bit into his supporting cast, as I think both in you, you and I agree. We'll yeah. see where it goes No, there. they did
3: that. They just signed uh, wide receiver Marcel Aitman. Oh, it's from over. From the XFL. He's coming over from the St. Louis BattleHawks. <laughs> You're funny. So they got they got a new weapon <laughs> there. Funny. I, I, do we know anything about that relationship with him and Stefan Diggs? It seemed to get weird at the end of the year.
2: Well, I mean, you know, I, I, it got weird. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know where it is. I don't doubt this. Yeah. I think these are. I think it's a close relationship from everything I know. I do think they're buddies. I have a hard time thinking Diggs is mad at. Well, I mean, what, what can he be mad at, Josh? What's he mad at? You know? I, I have a hard time. I think you just got a guy in Diggs that was emotional. He didn't like the way the year ended, and... You know, and then he has a clip of just sitting there watching Josh Allen when they're down by 17 in the AFC divisional game. And everybody just runs with their narrative. I don't, I mean, what. Wh- What's a better situation than Stephon Diggs is in? Where, where does he think he's going to get... I mean, okay, if, if they'll get rid of some of the receivers in Kansas City and maybe he can go with Mahomes, and or maybe they can get some rid of some of the receivers in Cincinnati and he can go there with Joe Burrow. I yeah. mean, what situation is going to be better than the one he's in? So hopefully he realizes what a special combination he's got going on with this guy right here. And I wouldn't be shocked if... DeAndre Hopkins' price tag comes down if he doesn't you know, end up there. To me, that would be the place. If I were him, I'd want to go, and I think they have, a, they have a need for it too. Your number three quarterback was number one
3: last year but still top three in the Hall of Game tier, Josh Allen. You've always loved the physical traits of the quarterbacks. Of yeah. course, the big quarterbacks right. that can throw hard, strong arms. Uh, your next quarterback can do a lot of those things really well, but yeah. you would never look at him and say – this is the physically gifted quarterback. But you have always liked this quarterback, even though he's not the typical yeah,
2: Chris Simms right. quarterback. Right. Well, you can listen, the dude can play. Guy's got game, and he's got skills. And I just because it's not the strongest arm and the fastest guy in football doesn't mean I don't think he's awesome. Yeah, Joe Burrow, number two, mofo. That's right. Number two in the entire NFL. Number two in the entire NFL. Joe Burrow is awesome. I mean... And I think the thing I would start off by saying is nobody plays traditional QB in the NFL better than Joe Burrow, right? That's where I'd go. He's the most surgical QB in the NFL. For 2023, nobody plays the position or QB better than Burrow. When you talk about timing, footwork, rhythm, lightning quick decision, precision passing, that's Joe Burrow. He plays the position the way the position was intended, right? It just feels like... Bill Walsh and Joe Gibbs and Mike Shanahan and Mike Holmgren and Don Coryell all like give me some tape of Joe Burrow so I could teach my quarterbacks how to play quarterback right. That's who he is. He's unreal that way. And yes, I mean that's he he plays in the pocket, but it's pocket plus like you talked about. And and I just think when you talk about again a guy that diagnoses defenses and makes the appropriate throw nobody I mean, it, it's as fast as anybody I've seen I mean it's 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 can be up there with the Brady's and the Manning's of the world that's what we're talking about here in that department and then his arm is stronger than people think and you know as I said Herbert was mechanically awesome as I started to watch him I went oh actually Burroughs even mechanically awesomer Right. That's where he's amazing. Uh, Burrow is just uh, an assassin right now in the NFL. So you describe him as just the best traditional quarterback and consistent. And his
3: numbers are incredibly similar the past couple of years. And he didn't throw as much down the field. This past year, hurt his average per completion. But this is a quarterback that was the most sacked in 2021, was up there again this year, had yeah. 10 fewer sacks this year, but was still – maybe that was because of him and getting the ball out of the, the pocket quicker. I think so. Does the way he played, like, lend him to being more consistent than even your number one quarterback and Josh Allen, like we just talked about? Like, is, S- Sometimes.
2: Is, there might yeah. not be the, the, the valleys, right? Got it. A little bit right there where, you know – We've had games where Mahomes and Allen and we just go, man, what the hell were they doing in the second half of that game? You know, it just because it just becomes a little too much. Like, I can fit it in there. I can make this play. I can make that play, right? He doesn't seem to have that. Or if he does, like he had it in week one last year against the Steelers where he threw five interceptions, but like three of them were like the most unbelievable defensive plays in the world. It wasn't like he was trying to do something crazy. I mean, one of them, he's trying to throw a slant route, and T.J. Watt just jumps up and is like, raw, and catches the ball. It wasn't like, oh, that was crazy by Burrow, right? So, yeah, that's where, you know, again, I, it's, it's a deep conversation, and and that's where, like, we got into a few weeks ago with Carson Palmer, right? He talked about, like, I think he's the best quarterback in football, right? he, he's that's made what he some said comments. about Joe Burrow. He said that about Joe Burrow. And I think a lot of traditional, you know, QB people would look at that, and and there'd be some that agree with them there. You know, my thing would be you don't have to play that posi- the position by the book anymore to be the best at it. it. There's more ways to skin the cat than there used to be. Right? People have colored outside the lines now and expanded what it means to be a quarterback. Exactly right. I mean, Josh Allen or you know, Mahomes or anybody, right? Like we're talking about. But yeah, I don't think anybody works the system. More the offensive system more to their advantage than Burrow, right? You know, and then his ability to work the pocket is special, and he makes a ton of plays outside the pocket too. You know, that's where I don't want people to think we're sitting here and talking about a guy that's like, oh, he's system quarterback. No, this is this is way more than that. It's just like for twenty twenty three, he's the most systemish of the quarterbacks, but man, there's still. You know, you were making fun of me. You heard me on Florio today. He's a slippery SOB. Yeah. Well, and you don't even necessarily like
3: the system, right? So if he was a system quarterback, that means he's just running the system. You you think sometimes he elevates this offense to even better than what the system says it should be. Uh,
2: agreed. Agreed. And, I, you know, I, I feel like at the end of the year last year, they started to color outside the lines as an offense altogether a little bit. I think that'll hopefully that'll only improve. But, yeah, there's been times where it's been a little too basic, west coasty right but man his ability to just make it work it's it's second to none i mean you know i talked about he still makes a ton of plays outside the pocket and the movement and all of that but it's the incredible blend of system and then you add on the one-on-one ball that he can do too right i think he's up there in the conversation for the best deep throw deep thrower in football i mean again the amount of times he you know, he throws it up there at Jamar Chase T. Higgins, and it ends up being like, oh, it's a touchdown, or oh, it was on the money. I mean, it's like, it's amazing. It's like there's glue or like a, a string that attaches them. And he's, he's great at that. And like we talked about during the season, any, any season, yeah, he wants to work the system of the concept with the three receivers, but. If he looks over there and number one's got a guy on him that he doesn't deem to be really special, then that guy's about to get their ass, his ass torn up because he's going to throw a back shoulder to Jamar Chase, a go route to Jamar Chase, a slant route to Jamar Chase, and he's going to work you that way too. So he's not like so systemy playbook, you know, like like uh I don't want it to be portrayed like that is what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. And do you then, think he's number yeah.
3: do you think he's number one in the NFL
2: at reading defenses? I oh, do pre snap and during well, the play. And and to your point, like I think is it, like the first ten or twelve weeks this year, the pass protection might have been worse than it was the year before where you said he led the NFL in sacks. But I think this is where Joe Burrow's amazing. You know, from two years ago he made the adjustment of, I'm going to find ways to throw the ball harder. I feel like this year he went, I don't give a shit. I'm not going to let the pass protection. It's not going to beat us. I'm not. And he he has just like a sixth sense of like one, wait, I'm dropping back to pass. Ooh, I can feel the right, you know, defensive tackle or defensive end is kind of getting on me. Let me get it out quick and just stay ahead of the chains. Instead of like, you know, maybe as a rookie, you would have patted the ball and be like, wait, something's about to come open. Boom, I get sacked and whatever else, and now it's second and 18. But he always keeps them in a good position. And then his, like, no nuance of knowing defenses and where they should drop or go. Uh, it's like if you take one false step or your eyes move one way – He's so quick to see it and go. Oh wait, you voided that area. Here's the ball. Boom, go run and throwing the ball like on the money to where guys can run and never break stride. That's where he's amazing. He really is. Um, you know, talk about his toughness. We know that because of what we're talking about. I mean, come on. We we we've we seen a. I don't, I don't. You know, Mahomes the year they lost to the Bucks in the Super Bowl is the only thing in recent history that I can find comparable of like a team that was really good with a great quarterback where I go, the protection was below average NFL standards, and we still go, yeah, they'll win. They're going to win. Mm-hmm. They're going to be in the playoffs. They're going to win playoff games. And, you know, it got better at the end of the year. I don't want to say, say that. Well, it but, did,
3: and then they got hurt, right? And then right. they got hurt. So they've right. added Orlando Brown to that yep. offensive line, yep. and hopefully the health with Jonah Williams and Alex Kappa. And so, yeah, I mean, they – They could be improved in that area, and then
2: watch out. Exactly. Watch out. No run game last year, right? Run game last year was worse than the year before. Mixon had 1,000 yards two years ago. This last year, I think he barely got over 1,000, right? Two years ago, I think he was top two or three in the NFL in rushing yards so yeah there wasn't there you know you talk about the big plays and all that jamar chase was hurt a little bit this year too so he missed some time he wasn't i think as explosive as he could be run
3: game wasn't as good for them this year. joe mixon took a step back yeah
2: yeah but uh, i've read i
3: was reading online some uh recent articles about him and there was this one that came up from uh willie anderson a former bengals lineman four-time pro bowler and he was talking about burrow and uh this is what he said uh on this podcast he goes i want to Thank you as a former lineman, is what he said to Burrow. How you handle yourself during a game with your offensive lineman. As offensive linemen, we always look to see which quarterback is really cool with his guy, which offensive linemen really ride with their quarterback. And I think you mentioned um, Jalen Hurts as being perhaps the best leader at any position in the NFL. And and our number one quarterback is a good leader, too. And I think all these guys are yeah. are, are pretty good leaders. But I think Joe, Joe Burrow's got some special, unique qualities there of rallying the troops. And I don't know if he's... You know, on the doorstep there with with Hertz, but it's he's
2: pretty close. I I, I think so. I, I, you know, maybe uh, you know Hertz is so good with his day to day messaging and what he says at the podium, and yeah. just you know he's so great with that, right? So maybe we don't have as many sound bites with Burrow. Yeah, Joe's a unique individual, but he just when he speaks, loses. you listen, and. It's when he speaks, you know, it's not just like bullshit coming out of his mouth. It's thought out. That's the one thing I know from being around him a little bit. Dude's smart. Dude's like he he has no hidden. You know the thing that strikes me? He has like no hidden agenda. Exactly right. He just lets it fly. Exactly right. That's why I love him. I I love him. And and where I'll say he ups hurts, and I think him and Mahomes have this, right. I mean ice in the veins team's never out of it we know that right great deep ball thrower but I'm not sure any team believes in their QB more than Burrow other than the Chiefs and Mahomes right I think he has the most effect of on his locker room where they're like who we're playing the all decade team of the 90s oh it's okay we got Burrow we'll probably be able to hang right we got Mahomes okay like I don't think anybody has that effect I mean when your team can start to make jokes and call it Burrowhead Stadium and shit like that, <laughs> that's when you know they got confidence in you. Oh, wait, yeah. oh, yeah, oh yeah, we're gonna call it Burrowhead Stadium on the team that's been in the AFC championship game five years in a row and won the Super Bowl and do all that. But we're gonna like that that just tells you what they think of that guy. And then that's where yeah, there's a magic about him overall that is uh it's palpable, and I saw it in person last year when I was hanging around with him a little bit. So he is currently second in the MVP odds,
3: yep, to uh, Patrick Mahomes. And let's just let's just do it right now. One more thing:
2: well, yeah, I didn't hit one negative with him. Oh, right. I got to show my one negative with him okay. is he can be too west coasty, right? To be west coasty. I know you heard me say this right before the show, where you know I'd like to see him like Mahomes and Allen. You know, I know. Hey, you heard me talk about. Hey, you know, there's there's a formula to playing quarterback. Hey, we run this play. We take five steps. You know, the first read, you take a hitch. Second read, two hitches. You know, third read, three hitches. You try to listen to that to give yourself a gauge and a mental clock, right? That's to me where Burrow. And again, this is tough because he hasn't been protected well, Mm -hmm. so he's always probably erring on. Let me just get it out. But there are plays as I went back and watched throws yesterday where I just go. Don't be so by the book. I know it says five steps and one hitch and throw to this guy, right? All, right? all right. Second hitch, go to this guy. But there's a few where I go, you you see it. The first guy is about to be open for 25, and you are taking your second hitch. And I know that's what your coach to do. Mm-hmm. But fuck the second hitch, throw it to the guy at 25 yards down the field, right? That would probably be my only negative about him at all, right? Other than that, the dude is is pretty flawless.
3: Bengals are favored to win the AFC North this year as we check out our bet MGM Bengals and Bills odds. Ooh. So we talk about the two quarterbacks that yeah. we have in this tier of Hall of Game. Hall so of the, Game. The odds for the Bengals to win the AFC North. Is plus 120. The odds for the Bills to win the AFC East is plus 125. So very similar here. Uh, The Jets are second in the AFC North with plus 240. The Jets are second in the AFC East with plus 250. So, wow, very similar situations for both these clubs. Very much. Who do you think has a better chance to win their division? Who would you put your dollar on? The Bengals to win the North, the Bills to win
2: the East. Man. That is a hard one. Oh, my God. I mean, these are arguably the two best divisions in football right here, right?
3: Part of me would almost not want to bet
2: on either. I, I mean, I, I don't <laughs> know if my body I would be something I'm well, more confident about. It. I had this conversation with Florio today. In the AFC, there's like only one team that I look at for sure to go, there's no way they can make the playoffs, and that's the Houston Texans. That's what's amazing, hmm. right? The Steelers may be another team that I'd go, I don't know if I see playoffs, but certainly a pain in the butt. I mean, they got Mike Tomlin. I, I know. You're they're right. Have so a winning they'll record. be in it. Yeah. They'll be in it, right. But, like, the, the AFC is going to have some teams that I think that that might not make the playoffs where we go, they could have won the Super Bowl if they got in, right? I think that's what we're talking about right now. Like, you the think AFC. the Ravens are a Super Bowl caliber right. team? I do. The Browns have a ton of talent, and if that quarterback gets going, they can make some noise, right? The Dol- You know, you get to the AFC East, this is where it's tricky is I would go, I don't know, I don't think the Bills' roster is as good as the Jets and the Dolphins right now. I don't think it is. All right, so if you made me put money on one of the top two odds right there, I think I'd go with the Bengals still. Mm. I think I would. Because the Bills, even though I have great belief in them and Josh Allen, I think for what I said would scare me. And the fact that the teams that are a two and three, I think their rosters are better than the Bills. The Bengals, I do think, have the best roster over the Ravens and the Browns. Even though it might be by a smidgen. I'm going to give them the edge, even though it's really close between them and the Ravens, I'll say. But I I would give them the edge. It's going to be very, very fun to
3: watch in both of those divisions. The action never stops at BetMGM. You can sign up now using the bonus code SIMS. Your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000.
2: Say you bet $100 on the Browns to win the AFC North. If you win, you'll get $375. Feels like you should get more. Mm. But if you lose, you still get $100 worth of free bets. Simply
3: download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com. Enter bonus code SIMS. Make your first wager risk-free. And then there was one. Then there was one. then there was one. We all come to the – we need the drum roll here because this is big because either this quarterback is number one or outside of your top 40. This is crazy, right? There's no in-between here. There's only one spot left. Tom Brady finally made it to one. (laughs) And this tier is simply a crown. He is the king of the NFL Yeah, right now. Your number one quarterback for
2: 2023 is Patrick Mahomes. Shocker. All right. Yep. Captain obvious right here in Chris Sims. That's right. It's Patrick Mahomes. And it's not just because he won the Super Bowl, but that does help. Okay. That does help. He's the man. And I think the one thing you'd say right off the bat, I'd go, it might be the best QB season in the history of the NFL. I, I really believe that. You know, I kind of dabbled with that right after they said won the Super Bowl. You heard me say that. But I think after going back and watching a lot of their year two different times here, uh, it's, it's unreal. I mean, one, you kind of alluded to it. He's got the blend of Burrow and Allen together. Right Where he can go five drives in a row, and you're just going he's surgical, like Joe Burrow, and then all of a sudden two, three drives the next two, three drives, you just go, "Holy shit, it's one unbelievable backyard play like Josh Allen after another, right? It's unreal so and and like to throw for five thousand yards, five hundred yards more than anybody else in football, and the guy who was in second and Brady, right, who had a great year too, threw the ball almost a hundred times more than he did, okay. To lead the league in touchdown passes by, what, five or six touchdowns, right? You know, quarterback rating, second in the league, 14-3, and three, number one seed, MVP of the league, MVP of the Super Bowl, won the Super Bowl not 100% and went through the AFC playoffs not 100% and beat... What I say, and I think there's a lot of people in football, would tell you is the, the most well-orchestrated team we've seen in football maybe in the last 10 to 12 years in the Philadelphia Eagles and beat them in the Super Bowl, I say that's the greatest season in the history of the NFL mm. by a quarterback. Better than his own 50-touchdown season. That's right. I mean, that was amazing, and that was maybe the mo- one of the most wow ever, but I can't put it in, in this overall on the cusp of coming, you choked at home in the AFC Championship game against the Bengals, on the cusp of, you're going to get exposed this year. You don't have Tyreek Hill. (laughs) Looks like somebody got the last laugh there. I mean, what were people thinking by thinking that that was going to be the difference, all right? My homie, your homie, my homie, your homie, whenever he's on I watch my homie, your homie, my homie, my homes
3: and me. And he's back number one for you because yeah. he was number one in 2020, 2021, and then you had the gall to drop him to number two right. for your guy, Josh Allen. And I remember that podcast. I was sitting here doing it with you, and I was like, you think Josh Allen will carry this number one ranking for the rest of time now? Just because I knew you liked him so yeah. much. And it does seem like he has. he's just such a big guy, and he, what he brings running the football um, but Patrick Mahomes saw your ranking last year and was like, "No, I can be back in number one, number one again." So, what, what, what specifically? And you've, you've mentioned it, the backyard plays. But what made you fall in love with him again as you as you did this practice and watched the film over and over again?
2: I, I think that he reined it in. He fixed a few issues with his game. I think his foot was an issue two years ago. Yeah, his running was better. The biggest thing, though, is decision making and throwing was as good as I've ever seen him you know have in his career. His his mechanics were off last year. If we went back to last year in twenty twenty one and I showed you plays and throws, I'd go, look at his mechanics. Look at this ball. You know, it's not even spinning the way he's capable of spinning. It doesn't even have the right power that he's capable of. He was off on all of it. This year, you know, like I said, it became more of a, a blend. And the traditional QB play with the mix of the backyard stuff. And then, you know, it's it's the it's yeah, it was the ability to string drives together and play at a high level of quarterback play, but then still go, whoa, here's you know, in the next drive where, you know, oh man, this defense was all over it or there was nothing there to be had, and they still drive down and score a touchdown, right? I, I think that's that's what's amazing. He's the king of, you know, making something out of nothing or if nothing's there and you still go man the defense won oh but kansas city still got 20 yards it's unreal how much you say that so it's that you know and then i think you know i talked about josh allen saying if you took the top 50 throws in football he'd probably have the most yeah all right well my my counter to that would be but if you took the most like the most highlight plays of the year mahomes is winning that one and, like, let me differentiate for everybody out there. You know, yeah, I said Al, uh, Josh Allen with the throws. Because I'm not counting 360 alley-oop pass, you know, against the Bucks as a throw. That's just a fucking amazing play. Or run to your right, do a shovel pass that has a spiral against the Los Angeles Chargers that somehow scores. Or run to your right against the Broncos and throw a ball like it's a loaf of bread and – you throw an underhand, and the guy runs through a 50-yard touchdown. Those aren't throws. Those are plays. right? So that's where he's amazing. Now, listen, he's up there in the throw department too. I mean, we can go through it. It doesn't matter. I mean, two feet off the ground. We showed it on social media against the Chargers. Two feet off the ground, 50-yard post on the money. Boom. He has no feet on the ground, and his feet are parallel. Like, that's where it's just it's, it's amazing. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. I can't say enough about it. You know, I, again, like I said with other guys, Herbert's the best thrower on the run. Nope, no, nope, it's Allen's the best thrower on the run. Then I watch Mahomes and I go, no, Mahomes is the best thrower on the run. Yeah. It's, it, it's incredible. And he's got the greatest hand in the history of the sport. And that's, you know, holds some value with me too. But where can he improve? You always can get better. You can't go higher in this
3: list, but you always can get better. Matt Nagy, his new offensive coordinator, was there last year. Now has been elevated into the OC role after Eric Bieniemy went to Washington. Andy Reid, we know, still does a whole lot of the work there. But Matt Nagy was act- asked about that recently. He goes, what can he improve? He goes, uh, oh, you can always look to... Uh, go back to footwork and timing with any quarterback. I think the other thing would be working with his progressions instead of maybe trying to force a throw here or there, which I thought he did a good job of last year, of making smart decisions, but working to that third, fourth, and sometimes that fifth progression in the play. It sounds like a coach is just like, just make sure you keep doing everything great. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 <laughs> and, right.
2: It's nitpicky stuff. Yes. There's not a lot, right? You know, and, and you're going to have to live with some of that too because guys like him and Burrow and Alan Herbert and them too, right, where you'd go like – technically i'd like you to throw to the number three receiver here but you know they can make throws where they can be like hey wait get to one." And, oh, number two's barely open and i got to throw it sidearm but i'll do it and they do it so much that sometimes it leads them to doing it one or two more times than you would like as a coach right mm-hmm. but you got to live with that a little bit there's one area i think he has to improve on mm. and it's, and i said this during the year but it comes up when i watch again his deep ball throwing mm-hmm. again here this is it's patrick mahomes Right, And we, for years, were like, man, the deep ball, he's amazing. It's just one deep ball after another. And all they do is call deep plays and all that and all that. And it's like the NFL went so far into taking away all their deep passes that he hasn't had the opportunity to do it. And me you and I, we sat here and clamored, can they have more of a short passing game and be surgical? And they've gotten way better at that. But I feel like within that, if there was one negative I could look at, is, yeah, he left some plays and yards on the field with throws where i'd go you're patrick mahomes you should hit that right you know he hits five other throws where i go nobody ever in the planet could hit that ball but yeah. it's still where it's like hey the pocket's clean valdez scaling's open down the left sideline oh we miss it right there's just a few too many of those that i would go man you're too freaking awesome to ever miss any of those um but you know that that's again yeah. nitpicky
3: what do you think about his weapons too you, you mentioned valdez scantling He's going to be one of the wide receivers, Kadarius Toney. Yeah. Sky Moore. Yeah. They did draft. Rasheed a, Rice. Rasheed Rice. Right. Second rounder. Got Travis Kelsey. Got Travis Kelsey, of yeah. course. And Isaiah Pacheco is.
2: I think it's a really good group. I do. You know, I, I know there's no Tyreek Hill guy there, mm-hmm. right? But, I, you know, again, with a guy like Mahomes, I don't know if they necessarily need that. And Kateria's Tony has enough of that and I think enough of a weapon that he'll fill the void and then they'll fill the void with other certain guys and their skill set and whatever. But, I mean... This guy's the human highlight reel. Why do you think we need another guy that can make highlights to go along with them? He he's gonna make it happen. Spend like we your saw. money on defense. I, I which mean, is kind of what they the exactly draft capital right. for sure. O line, right? That's yeah. what they're spending it on, right? I think they finally realized like we don't necessarily have to have that. Oh, he's a top three receiver in football to make this happen. If we got a lot of A minus and B plus receivers, we'll still have the best offense in football. You know, so that's where um, he's special. His ability to—I just want to say a few more things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I talked about you know his ability to his feel and like talk about the things with Joe Burrow to go off script a little bit, where you go like technically he should throw the ball here, right? But he's got such great feel, and he goes, "Oh, wait, I see this guy open, and this guy made a mistake." Right where they seize the field in slow motion like Burrow does, but instead of just going, oh, wait, what well, the coach said I should throw it here, he goes, no, 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 wait, the guy that was my first read and I came off to the second read, but I saw the first read pop back open, I'm going to still throw it to him. It, I mean, it's not something you want every young quarterback to do, but it, it's still unbelievable that he doesn't. He's been doing it his whole career. He's still the leader in, like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe he's going to throw that throw. Just like the Super Bowl. I mean, he's getting tackled and hit in the face and slapped in the head. And he's falling down. He throws a sidearm on third down. He's like, I mm-hmm. can still throw it to Kelsey crossing the field sidearm as I've got a guy that's 350 pounds and his, his, his hand is in my face mask, right? And my ankles busted right. out. And in my, uh, so that's where. He's the greatest awkward off-platform platform thrower in the history of the NFL. Nobody ever better. It's the greatest hand I've ever seen. I've never seen a guy who could stand in a gap between the right guard and the right tackle and throw a ball, you know, through the left ta- left guard and the left tackle. And you're like, what? And just we don't even blink. We don't even we're at a point now where we just go, Ah, oh, Mahomes. Mahomes, right? That's just that's what it is. And then his touch is off the charts good. I mean he's he's Think about all the throws he makes—a back coming out of the backfield, and he just touches it up there, and the guy goes and catches it—or you know, even the throw he had in the end zone. The, was it the first touchdown? You know, a little fade to the right sideline against the Eagles, right? right. You know, just he's—he's he's amazing. And when his mechanics are the way they were this year, man, he's gonna be tough to beat, right? He's the best scrambler ever. He's also a very good runner. Right. He wins more games where their team was outplayed than I've seen ever before, you know, or where the defensive game plan was perfect, and you go, they still won, right? I mean, the Titans game, I think about that. There wasn't four people open the whole game, and they just said, we're going to throw it 67 times, and the, the fucker will find a way to get it done. Threw for 400 yards. I, it's, it's amazing. And it's, you know, I know the quarterback rating wasn't any good, but, I mean, when you talk about what was there to ha- be had and with that game, he's just amazing that way. And then the magic. I mean, yep. Like we talked about, the team, the whole universe believes in Patrick Mahomes. The superlatives could just go on they and on. Could. Led
3: the NFL in pass yards and touchdowns last year. First NFL uh, pass yards leader to win the Super Bowl. He was the first regular season MVP to win the Super Bowl since '99. First player to win multiple championships and multiple MVPs in his first six seasons. It's unreal. He's getting up there though. He's <laughs> turning. He's turning 28 <laughs> in September. So he's yeah, I mean, so this, funny. This, he's not—he's not 30 yet, but he's almost 28. Right, and so uh, we did this with our Sunday Night Football Twitter account. We go AFC quarterback experience and all the different years—the year got Josh, they're going you know, into because he's going into seventh year. He's going to go into his seventh year here. Got some rookies on there, and then Patrick Mahomes saw that he quote tweeted it. He goes, "Dang, I got
2: old quick." He's amazing. First <laughs> off, he's such a sports junkie. He watches everything and anything that has to deal with sports, and. I love that he gets involved in this stuff, whether he's watching a golf tournament, a basketball tournament, right? I think he's arguably the greatest athlete in football. And that's, not, that's really rare for me to say that about a quarterback, you know, because I, I don't always just go, you know, athletes into running and jumping, and that, that comes into play, too, when you talk about athlete. Yeah. But I know he can do both. He's a damn good runner, jumper. If you ask me, I have a, one guy hit a three-point shot in the NFL – to win me a million dollars. I'm going to pick Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I think if you're going to ask me one guy in the NFL that got to hit it within 20 feet of the hole playing golf from 180 yards out, I'm picking Patrick Mahomes. I think if you made me, you know, one guy with a baseball, you got to throw a strike from center field, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. Swinging the bat, he'd be up there. I might pick Josh Allen. Josh Allen can really swing the he bat. Did. He did. recently in I Toronto. He like but he's up there. So, that, But that's my point. You know, this, this is... This is special. And there's a mental and physical toughness about the guy that we don't give credit to to the all-time greats sometimes because we just go, oh, they're so gifted, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Michael Jordan was both. He was so gifted and had that. And I think that's what this guy is too. And that's why I think he's comparable to, to Michael, Michael Jordan. And then last thing, Ahmed, to play the way he plays and only have 12 turnovers is insane. I mean, Insane. If we go back and watch some of the throws he made during the year, and you go, he only threw twelve interceptions when he threw what seven passes like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar this year and jumped up and threw hook shots across the field. It's 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 unreal. We've never seen anything like him. He's in the goat status. He's Mm -hmm. the king of the NFL. And I think he's arguably the most physically gifted quarterback we've ever seen in the history of football. And I don't say that lightly either because I think of a lot of Allen, Elway, Aaron Rodgers in their prime in that, in that category.
3: He does it all. Colors inside the lines, outside the lines. Yes. Does it with flair. Right. And just wins. And they've won two championships now. Travis Kelsey was recently on FanDuel TV's Run It Back. Right. Comparing their dynasty to the Warriors dynasty they were doing <laughs> on that show. And he goes, I think at the end of the day, Patty Mahomes finds a way to overtake it. What is it? They've got four championships. I think Pat Mahomes is definitely going to find a way to get more than four championships. Hopefully, I'm still along for the ride by the time he gets there. So they would need three more, and it's hard to say in football. But we've seen it with Tom Brady and the Patriots. You got that quarterback. You got that piece. You figure out a way to play.
2: I mean, would you would you bet against Patrick Mahomes at least winning? He's going to make a it interesting. More? He He's he going to make it interesting. And just that quote itself just tells you everything we're talking about. I mean, the the guys in the locker room are looking at this guy going, We've never seen anything like him it's this is this is a a baller of ballers right got moxie toughness, whatever you want to say the dude is the real deal uh and and yeah, right now there's nobody bigger in the sport there's nobody his the way he acts, the way he handles himself, the humble the coolness, never changing from the way he got into the n f l to me is just like it's it's uh, it's really special, and, and we're watching a, a goat in the making.
3: I won the mums tweets into us saying, "What is the worst team that you could add your number one quarterback to and make them a Super Bowl contender?" Oh, because Washington seems to be ranked in the twenties in most power rankings, but I'd like our chances with Mahomes throwing to Terry yeah. Dotson, Samuel's.
2: That, that that's a that's a valid one right off the bat. He's right. That'd be what that'd be a team where you go wait with that defense and those weapons. And, of course, now they got Eric Bieniemy there, too. That fits, too. But, you know, even despite all that, yeah, that would be one where, you, you know, you, you look at it and I'd go, oh, no, 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 that's a team that we're going maybe could be in the playoffs. But if he was the quarterback, we'd go, hey, they're a Super Bowl contender. Houston Texans. No. No, there's only so what, much you can do. Would they make the playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'd have to see it first. But he, he'd make them dangerous. I think he can make anybody a contender to make the playoffs almost. Just about anybody. Well, you know, there's a few in there right now that, that maybe not. But, but it, 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 that, that's how special. And that, that's really hard. And, and in football, that's rare, right? And that's to me where you get into the Mahomes, Allen, Rogers, Brett Favre, John Elway, single entities that are so gifted that I think they can make almost just about any situation work. Yeah, not saying it means a Super Bowl win, but can make it work. There's no system dependence at all. And I think that's where that's a really, really rare class. I want to continue that conversation a yeah. little bit, but let's
3: take a look at your, your final completed top Woo! 40 ranking for 2023. You're done with ranking people for a while. This Thank you. This is sad, right? You've done like all two dr- months. <laughs> <laughs> you've done all the draft, and now you've done your 40 quarterbacks. Yep. Uh, a homie's going to ask what your top five running backs are. I think we've already had questions about who your top five like, play callers are, so maybe <laughs> we'll have you rank people again. I'm sure again. we will. Um, but here it is, the king with the crown up top, the Hall of Game with Joe Burrow and Josh Allen. You got the machine there with Justin Herbert. <laughs> so along those lines, because we we do say this, and I think you and I agree with this, that, like a team, you don't need an elite quarter like elite elite quarterback to win the Super Bowl. You mentioned Nick Foles won a Super Bowl. Like if you have the team around, y- you can you can win because I think there's this false narrative like you need to have this guy or else you're never going to win a championship. Right, right. But like you just mentioned there with with Mahomes it's like he gives you a chance. Yes. Uh, Joe Burrow gives you a chance. Right. Josh Allen gives you a chance. How far do you go down your list, do you think? Where it's just like, okay, these guys, all these guys, if he is on your team, I'm gonna bet that you're gonna be in the mix for a playoff spot. Yeah.
2: Hmm. I feel like I feel like the top ten probably embodies that. Right. I feel like you know to, to be truly true to it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where you know, I feel like if it's like if it's an average or above average team, and you got those ten guys, like you're you're in the Super Bowl. Yeah, like if you're those guys are Super healthy Bowl and comedy.
3: playing, like we know they can right, play. Right,
2: exactly. Right, right. You know, and again, it is, I'm not going to say all ten guys can overcome like the worst offensive line in football and some of that stuff, right? But I do think if you know you gave them enough to work with there, that the top ten could could all be that caliber of guy that you're talking about. Right, I, I I think that would probably be about where I'd I'd feel about that. You know, there's different stages of how much more confident I am, of course, about some guys than others. But but yeah, I think that's a, yeah. a general consensus. I, I think I'd probably I, go there. Yeah,
3: I would say. Yeah, I'd be confident with the top five. Five, I think top five. Where if you gave me that player, I'm like, okay, we're gonna be in it. Trevor, maybe it's just a little too soon. Yep, okay. Jalen, I know you love him and have for years, but I'm, a, I'm not sold yet. I'm Jalen carrying <laughs> You're the team funny, by himself. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I can see it, though. If all those guys are playing well and at and, and yeah. to the top of their ability, for sure. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's, a, it's It's a good conversation, definitely. But, you know, as you heard from me here, again, I think all the top ten guys are special. But the top four, I do think, stand above the rest a little bit right now as compared to the rest of the NFL. And uh I think even one, two, three, or maybe even a little bit of a notch up in front of Herbert right now
1: as well when you buy a new house, you might say, "Shut the front door winning no, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now, but you actually need to say, like a good neighbor, state farm is there. That's right. The local state farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> No one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington,
0: Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So, set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
3: So, by the numbers, your top 40,
2: top six quarterbacks, all from the AFC. Wow. Loaded. I do not even realize that. Wow. That's unbelievable. You're right. Man. So, I had, what, seven out of the top 10 in the AFC. Yeah. Uh, but, wow, top six, all AFC. Wow. Yeah, eight of the top nine from the AFC. Ooh, That just says it all right there. Which means that at least one of these guys is guaranteed to miss the playoffs. I, that's, that's what's amazing. I, you know, every now and then there's a year where I go, ooh, a team that didn't make the playoffs could have won the Super Bowl. And I think this is a year that this happens. There was a few years ago, you know, I said this to Florio today, where, like, the Steelers, they didn't get in the playoffs. Remember, this is the year Antonio Brown didn't show up the last week of practice. They lost the game. They kind of had some injuries and got off to a slow start. Uh, they were playing the Saints in the second-to-last game of the year, and they were driving down to score, and Juju Smith-Schuster fumbled. You can remember that. And then they needed to win the last game and needed some help, and they didn't get it. But I remember that being the last time, and I want to say that was 2019 maybe, where I remember going, wow, like the Steelers aren't going to get in the playoffs, and I think they could have maybe won the Super Bowl. Hmm. Uh, And I think we could have that this year. We are seeing maybe a changing of the guard too because the average age of your top seven is 25-and-a-half. We're in a – like – like, I, I stop everybody saying we need more quarterbacks. Like, I know we all would like 32 superstars and everybody wants a Mahomes. We're in a special era right now. It's special. Which is crazy to say because Tom Brady, right, gone. Right. You know, we were seeing Aaron
3: Rodgers fall down a little bit. He's approaching 40. Uh, guys like Russell Wilson and the end of their career. And Definitely. so, like, all these, yeah, Drew Brees recently retired. Yeah. Philip Rivers out. Matt Ryan.
2: Right, it's. It is, I guess yeah. the
3: NFL can produce more stars at the quarterback position.
2: Well, yeah, and it, it, it's hey, it's refreshing, it's cool, and and yeah, these are the names we got to get used to here for the next you know six to ten years. We got breaking news about one of your
3: top three quarterbacks. We need the we need the alert. <laughs> <laughs> Josh <laughs> Allen, he's on the cover of Madden 24. That's awesome. He goes Good a childhood dream come true. Madden 24.
2: I, I, that looks like a fake photo. That what do looks you mean? like a photo that's not. I don't think he really is in the stands of a real. I think that's a photo shoot. I don't think that's oh, real. Oh, right? think It was. Oh, Everything's just yeah. a little too perfect. Nobody's too drunk. I don't see one beer. That's not a Buffalo <laughs> no, fan. that's true. That's yeah. not a Buffalo stadium. That can't be right. Uh, just a little the eye paints are too perfect from fans. Uh, jerseys clean he doesn't even look sweaty oh yeah you're right i mean he is that good that he doesn't have to sweat for a drive down the field but he, i mean come on i mean that looks staged but either way good for him i mean come on you know you and i both know every everybody that's involved in football this is one of the five best players in the sport he's special he really is and good for him to. To be on the uh, Madden cover there. It's it's something we all dream of as football players. So while we got a couple extra minutes here, let's get a couple of the homies' questions. uh, And we'll go
3: with Matt Bostick, 94. Given that there is such a gap between the top three quarterbacks, Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen, and the rest of the league, do you think there will be a switch in the emphasis in the draft to focus on system rather than talent in order to compete?
2: Yeah, and so yeah. Let me just make sure I'm reading that right. He's just uh, so is it is this like you're you're not you're not going to try to look for the guy. So yeah, I think that yes, I think you're seeing that. I think we're seeing that. You know, we talked about it in weeks past with like the 49ers and the Brock Purdy effect. I think that's a little bit of like what Washington and Atlanta are doing. Going, there's none. That those three guys aren't out there, so we got to fucking make the rest of things really damn good, right? And we'll bring him along and make it work and do that. And there's plenty of times in history where that's happened and teams have won Super Bowls, right? You can get into Phil Simms. We can get into Tom Brady. It's along those lines. And then maybe they can grow into something from there. Russell Wilson, I'll throw in that book. He we didn't throw they didn't throw him out there and go oh throw it forty times a game and carry the team right they went we're going to play defense. we're going to run the ball you know you make a play every now and then and then it grew into okay oh no now now Russell Wilson is a superstar and he's and I think teams are going to start to look that way a little bit more uh, surprise
3: surprise your ranking of Jalen Hurts had a lot of reaction on Twitter no right so. Uh, Amused to death forty four says, "You guys really think if every team had to choose their quarterback between Lamar and Hurts right now, most would choose Lamar." You're token too much, Chris. Not sure what Ahmed's excuse is. Uh, well,
2: then I if I'm token, then you're snorting. I don't know what you're doing because everybody would take Lamar. Everybody, everybody. What is it that what is it that Jalen does better than Lamar? Plays on the Eagles. That's the only thing. Come on. That's, I, I just I don't agree with that. I don't. Again, what I would say here too, all right, if you look Lamar on the Eagles in that Super Bowl, the Chiefs couldn't play that defense that they played. Lamar would have thrown for 500 yards in that game. Sorry. Just deal with it. I don't think I should read any more of these. I feel like we're just going to get you fired up.
3: Um, but Jal Spire Jr. says, How can you put that Super Bowl loss on Jalen? Watch the tape. He wants you to watch the tape. Yeah. That's all you've been doing for the past uh, several months is watching the tape. Uh, he goes. He balled out in the second half. The defense lost the game. As did that atrocious field. Most sacks in the league and couldn't get a single sack in the Super Bowl. Hey, yep. So, all right. <laughs> We're and I know the positive. Well,
2: but. it's all right. No, it's cool. It's good. Like, listen. First off, you know he he did great. He was he did he played really well. You know, do I think he balled out in the second half? Not exactly. And, and here's the first thing I want to say. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I got off track here. Yes. At no point in that matchup did we ever think leading up to it, if you were listening to Chris Sims on Unbutton or a PFT with Warrior, did I think that that Eagles defense was going to shut down Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs? That 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 was, I don't, I don't, never, never did I go, oh man, that's the part of the matchup that the Chiefs are in trouble with. The greatest quarterback maybe we've ever seen with that offense, that that was going to be the problem. The mismatch to be had in the game and in the matchup was that the Eagles offense should have gone down the field and scored every time against the Chiefs. That was, that was where the biggest advantage in the game was to be had, Right. Not that he played bad, but he did not take advantage of all that's there to be had. And the tape, the, what I want to say is, you know, you, I don't know if you know exactly what you're looking at in the tape. Again, you couldn't play those defenses against some of the other quarterbacks that were in the top six. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. Let alone, yes, other quarterbacks would definitely be vilified if they were on one of the best teams we've seen in the last 10 to 12 years and they had a 10-point lead and... They couldn't score touchdowns in the second half with the unit that was better than the other unit on the field. I'm sorry. And I know that hurts. Uh, But again, too, the Eagles thought the same thing going into last year. That's why they tried to trade for Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson and everybody else in the world. They weren't sure either. It's all going in the right direction. He's doing great. You're crazy if you think he's one of the five or six best quarterbacks in football yet. He's not there. I'm sorry.
3: I think that's why this year is going to be really interesting with him because there were a lot of people, like you said, the Eagles themselves, who did not believe that Jalen Hurts could do what he did last year, and he did it. He did it on a good team, but he did it, and so it's going to be really interesting to see if he can take another step forward uh, this year. Uh, Let's go. we got two more Hurts questions. Uh, No, I just want to do one more. (laughs) Well, we got two. You wanted to do both of them? (laughs) <laughs> All right. Pete goes, Let's clear some stuff up. Yeah, we've well gotten because it, it's not it's we've not gotten gotten them fair. Riled.
2: you know, it, it it's not it's not fair how some of the people take something I say and they run with it, and I go, You're wrong with what you're saying. You didn't listen to what I said. Gold standard seventeen is running with something right now too. Yeah, sure. He goes, Didn't you say that Daniel Jones was better than Jalen Hurts like four month four months ago? No, I did not. Actually during the playoffs, I just said he's a pure passer, right? And I would put ahead Hurts in that department. I also said that I think if Jones was the quarterback of the Eagles, that, yeah, I think they could still be in the Super Bowl. That's all I said. But never said he was better. Never. Not any point. As a pure passer, I'm third and eight, and there's four guys to throw to. I'd rather have Daniel Jones. I'm not saying I'd rather have him as a quarterback. Don't put words in my mouth. Don't find reasons to hate me. All right? Listen yeah. to what I say. There's
3: enough out there already. There's yeah. enough out there already.
2: All you right. don't need to search for them.
3: Um But, yeah, I mean, but but I don't think that's a, like. And, and the fact is, like, I'll even go farther than you. It's like Daniel Jones is a pretty good runner, too. Like, Daniel Jones can do a lot of things really well, and that's why he's, what, 11 in your ranking? I, I know. There's not I, that much separating the two quarterbacks. I, well, yeah, exactly. The team exactly. separates the quarter. I,
2: Exactly. I think that's where people get a little lost in this conversation. We have this, you know, a lot.
3: Okay, and the last one from Gorlick92. How can you say that Jalen Hurts is the ultimate gamer? Kyler Murray would wreck him in Call of Duty. <laughs> way I mean, to go. That probably is a way pretty good point. to end it
2: on a positive note there, Gorlick 92. <laughs> way to bring us back to some fun and some right? laughs there. I like it. Uh, all right, well done, well done. Well, I, th- you know what? This is enjoy- this is enjoyable for me. Yeah.
3: To ride shotgun when you go through all these quarterbacks because it's like you take another look at these quarterbacks, the most important position in all of sports, I think. And it also gave us a chance to talk about the teams and what they got going forward. And so, it's a good way to like end. End, put the punctuation on our podcast here. We're going to take a break. Not not yet, but coming up here in a, in a, in a couple weeks. Yeah,
2: we got a little more. Hey, and again, I, you know, I'm not saying I'm God here. I'm not saying whatever I write is written in stone. I'm, you know, again, just I'm a guy that you know loves this. I watch it. I study it. I've been taught by people. I'm trying to give you some nuance and some thoughts to to bring it to everybody's attention and digest it and have good conversation around it. So that's all I'm saying there. But my top four is undeniable, so eat that, okay? That's, uh, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, there's no arguing. There's no arguing with that. Um, well done, Chris. Thank you. Thank you, Amon. Thanks for sticking up for me on social media, on always. the podcast, always. always. Thanks for driving the ship. That's it. We do have a fun week coming up next week. We do. We got a few fun exercises. We're gonna. and had a few good ideas that we're gonna break out. We Every think the homies will enjoy it. Uh, but you know where to find us. Subscribe, rate, and review. And again, not that this conversation's done here, just because we're done with the top forty. If you got more questions and things you want me to unpack and dissect on Monday's podcast about the top forty, you know where to find us. All right. So everybody, be good. Enjoy the weekend out there. If you're in the Northeast, make sure you wear your smoke gas mask no, outside because. Uh, we can't see the trees across the parking lot right now. There's so much smoke it was in the supposed air. supposed to be gone by today. Yeah. No, well, guess, no. Apparently the fire didn't stop yet. I don't okay. really know. Um, so Captain Planet is disappointed. Yep. All right. But Patrick Mahomes, Captain Football, should not be disappointed. Amen be good. See you Monday. Clap it up.
1: When something happens to your car, you might say, But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is
0: 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal